It's less about superpowers and more about heart and intellect and the sense of right and wrong with a goddess in her. Oftentimes, writers really want to take a male superhero and dress him up as a female, and that's just not who who she is. Hello, and welcome to episode 86 of Under the Cull of MS. A little quote from the original Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, which we'll be talking about some stuff related to her later in the episode, but start out. Yeah, talk about some comics. And the first one we're going to bring up is Dynamite. It's the name of it, not the company. It's also the company that made the comment, comment, comic. But uh, this is issue number two of Dynamite. Umbrella hurtles through space, unaware of the dangers that lurk within the universe. An evil grows on Mars, and Red Sonia discovers an awful secret. This is still staying strong. Got a lot more zombie issues. Got some things that happens in the John Carter's area where he was being the home that he was in yeah different superheroes that are starting to appear in here and a lot more zombified character creatures and we even get a little little peep in peek in from smiley the psychotic button uh a lot of stuff with Red Sonia again, and you're getting to see some more superheroes coming in here. And I didn't even realize it. I just read a number zero comic book that interested me. It was called Project Superpowers Number Zero. And now that I'm looking at that, I didn't realize it was a dynamite release when I read it. But that has a collage of characters that most of which I've never seen or read anything about before. It's beautiful artwork in the back. It's giving you the introduction to the characters, getting you. The concept of what's going on with that run, which is just like I said, it was a ten cent number, number zero issue that I came across, and it's it was very fun, fun to read. But now that I'm looking through the pages of this Dynamite comic, these characters are in this the back half of this comic. They will be making appearance throughout this also. So I. I have to get some more of those Project Superpower ones and find out more about those characters. Uh, and then we're going to jump over to Evil Ernie God Eater. Something bad is coming. Something that could help, could kill heaven, hell, and earth itself. The God Eater. And the only thing standing in its way is Evil Ernie. 
Justin Jordan, the Harvey Award-winning writer of such horror hits as The Strange, Talent of Luther Strode, and Shadow Man, joins artist sensation Colton Worley to deliver an event so epic in scope it promises to shake the very foundations of the Chaos Comics universe. As an added bonus, Evil Ernie, God Eater, includes Last Ditch Bitch, short story by Keith Davidson and Cesare Razik, the lead singer of a Scandinavian death metal band, becomes an unwitting pawn in Ragnarok. As guest stars, Mistress Hell and Chastity go to war. Yeah, this is another Dynamite release. And it's Definitely a nice, strong storyline. Artwork is a different style. It's fun and interesting to see. Uh, more of like a painted style. Uh, can't really think of a way to explain it. But yeah, and then the, it's more cartooning comic style for the second story that they talk about, The Last Ditch Bitch. But uh, this was a nice introduction to this whole series. Of course, you're just getting the basics, and of course, they go back into the evil Ernie storyline with his family and all that. What caused all those issues and plays with evil's evil's, evil Ernie's mind. And it brings back all the issues of life and uses that through his anger and stuff to deal with what he has to. But this is the initial issue, so we're not really finding too much out. And that little little comic in the back was a fun little introduction to that. Whatever they're going to be doing with that thing, that chaos item. But yeah, if you like the Dynamite Crew, there's some three good comics to check out. And I still have one more, but those ones I definitely suggest going into if you're into those any of those characters. And uh, our next comic that we're going to talk about is Tank Girl Gold. Uh Tanky and her trigger-happy family are going for gold in this brand-new series from Tank Girl. Originator Alan Martin, take a trip with us down the furry road for the four-part adventure pack with Vim volatility and verbal abuse. The Empire Strikes Back of the new Tank Girl trilogy and anticipated follow-up to Tank Girl, Two Girls, One Tank. Uh, you got your centerfolds in here. You got different stories throughout here that are all related, which is, they're all great stories. I like where they're going with this. Uh, this is more of the Tank Girl I remember, unlike what I said with this, the other new Tank Girl run. I wasn't super thrilled with the writing of that one, but this one. Is way better. Yeah. 
poor Buddha goes through some issues, issues and that he gets because of punishment. And he brought it upon himself. But yeah, it's, it's just hilarious. Some of the things they do throughout here. Of course, you got the regulars, the Jack girl, and them are in, in here in all the stories and stuff, and all the regular characters, some girl and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely if you like the Tank Girl franchise, or even if you just want to get into it for the first time, this would be a good one to jump into because the writing's way better. Uh, storylines are better than some of the early ones and those can be a little rough if you aren't a fan of Tank Girl herself like the original movie and all that stuff but check that out if you want something good for Tank, Tank Girl related and that's uh, done by Titan Comics so check it out and then we're going to jump over to one more dynamite comic and that is vampirella the dark powers number one welcome to the project an interdimensional collective of superheroes tasked with recruiting members from across infinite worlds and their newest recruit is vampirella superstar writer dan abnett and artist paul davidson bring you the first chapter in an epic tale that will affect thousands of planets billions of lives will answer the question what happens when you ask a vampire to save the universe uh this one not so happy with and number one i'm not big on the artwork it's more manga style artwork I don't like what they're doing and they change up the characters' looks and stuff so much. But I wasn't really thrilled with the whole storyline, what they're doing. I mean, Vampirella's face changes so much in here. The way she's drawn, it's just Yeah, it's it's messed up. Uh I was I was looking forward to this because of the re, re, uh, what I just read to you. It's basically what, like what was in the previous catalog, and that's what sucked me into it. But I should have known better because I, like normal Dynamite things, they have a ton of different covers, and I couldn't find one that really grabbed me. So what did I do? I got the blank cover. And disappointedly when I open it up it's not like the last blank cover I got where it had the original cover underneath so if you wanted you could always take it off and just have the original cover but uh yeah I'm just this one's not pulling me in it's saying lots of action she fights with whatever franchises of evil is being brought into things and then you find out that she's being put into a team of superheroes and Vampirella is not a team player. She's, she does everything on her own. So, I mean, they'll play that line throughout here and make that a big part of the story, I'm sure. But I just could not. I mean, the artwork, if the artwork bugs me, 
the story's gonna bug me and this one from page one the artwork is like oh no why did they do this but yeah we'll see because it sounds like this is gonna be a longer run but yeah i don't i don't see it i mean they did from what i see from critics reviews they go any from anywhere from a six to a ten and I see others talking about how they had to get their head around the different style of art before they liked what was going on. But yeah, it it could be a fun story with having, I mean, when you play with all the different planets and universes and all that stuff, you can take a deep dive into things and change things around and make things, mix things up a bit and make them fun. But, We'll see. We'll see where it goes. I'll at least give it my usual three-issue try. What I think after that. But then the final one was Zombie Tramp, number 75 I picked up. I didn't realize this was part three of The Mummy Tramp. So Supernatural. Pharaohs of History rise again as Angel and Tatiana must work together in order to survive or risk becoming another footnote in history themselves. Uh, the reason I bought this, it's got like a Jaws style cover where Zombie Tramp is water skiing and there's a huge giant shark behind her coming out of the water to eat her. Uh, but as far as this story goes, typical Zombie Tramp. Uh, I would like to read the initial initial issues of it and at least get this whole run out of here. I do want to get into all the zombie tramp eventually someday, but it, she deals with the different characters, the giant giant creatures, giant animals, the Cthulhu creature and stuff. Uh, normal zombie tramp fashion, but if you like that, you can get it for the cover. I suggest getting at least the three issue or whatever run that it is made up of and check that out if you're interested in something like that. And let's look into some things to help us with our wonderful multiple sclerosis. <clears throat> uh, little thing to help ease your symptoms, make your body feel a little bit better is. Uh, music therapy and it's great for when you're doing your uh, you're doing workouts doing stuff around the house whatever it helps perk up the mind get your body feeling a little bit better just from the enjoyment of the music around you music therapy the use of music to improve people's physical mental and emotional health and well-being has a long history, but it's modern growth as a practice and an established healthcare profession dates to the 1940s. There are several neurological music therapy techniques that people with MS may find helpful. Music composition and composition exercises to help improve attention and short-term memory. Familiar song lyrics to help with speech articulation and word finding, which I obviously need because I can't 
speak for shit again today. <laughs> Therapeutic singing for clearer speech, breath control and posture. Playing instruments to boost range of motion, endurance, and strength. Specifically designed music set to tempo 10% faster than their comfortable cadence number of steps per minute. Helped some participants increase their walking speeds in tests. Which I can see that when you're doing all your, when you're moving and you're listening to music, you kind of just go with the beat. We got some method or way that you can increase the beat and pick up your cadence if you're out hiking or something. Probably a good thing. Yeah, walking to music 20 minutes per day results in improved gait. Walking, in, which is walking abilities. In some individuals, music and music therapy could also help reduce pain and stress in people with MS. Some things you can look into. To find out more about music therapy, you can go to info at musictherapy.org and they can find out about things like insurance coverage and stuff like that. Uh, If you want to find a music therapist, the AMTA has a site, musictherapy.org also is where you can find their stuff on there and the certification board for music therapist you can find at cbmt.org which can help you find a music therapist near you and the academy of neurological music therapy nmta well nmtacademy.co maintains a list of music therapists with neurological music therapy training Check those out if you want to get into that or talk to your doctor or neurologist, and I'm sure they can help you out with some of those things. And then, like I was saying with uh, Linda Carter earlier, I mentioned, and Linda has been active in the Alzheimer's community. Uh, since she found out her mom uh, had Alzheimer's and was diagnosed with it in 2003. So a great thing for your brain, if you want brain health, is magnesium. Magnesium is essential for hundreds of enzyme reactions that affect everything from bones and blood sugar to nerves and brain cells. Magnesium is essential for normal brain function. And it may also help ease migraine and lower blood pressure. Some people may have inherited absorption problems or have irritable bowel syndrome. Alcohol also can reduce magnesium levels, which may explain why it can be a migraine trigger. Magnesium supplements are safe for most people. Most common side effects of taking too much is diarrhea, which is pretty much with a lot of medications. Uh, some researchers speculate that magnesium might offer some stroke protection by helping to control blood pressure and blood sugar and by discouraging the formation of blood clots. 
works best in a diet that is also rich in calcium and potassium and low in sodium. This combination can lower systolic blood pressure. And I take two magnesium pills a day, which I think are like four, 400 to 500 milligrams or whatever. I was taking it to hopefully help with my cramping, but it's not doing any much of anything for that. So I think I need to add potassium for that. But we'll see. Uh, <clears throat> signs of magnesium deficiency can include sleep problems, constipation, headaches, fatigue, weak, weakness, muscle cramps, and anxiety. With a more severe deficiency, people may experience Numbness, tingling, seizures, and personal changes, personality changes, I mean. A simple blood test can reveal a deficiency, and your doctor can suggest the appropriate supplement dosage. To get more magnesium, choose whole grains, which switch from refined grains to whole grains. Eat leafy greens. Eat beans, legumes like red beans and black beans are good magnesium sources, as are soy, edamame, uh, soy milk, and tofu. Nuts are great. Snacking on an ounce of nuts provides 50 milligrams for peanuts to 80 milligrams for almonds. Uh, coffee, a while a cup of regular coffee has only 7.2 milligrams of magnesium, there's 48 milligrams in a shot of espresso, caffeinated or decaf, and 82 milligrams in a 12-ounce latte. Uh, avoid all ultra-processed foods. People who consume the most sugar, sweetened drinks, processed meats, salty fat snacks, eaten Eat entrees, french fries, and sweets had an average daily magnesium intake of 56 milligrams lower than those who had the fewer of these processed foods. So, I tell for those is if you want to know your magnesium numbers, the recommended daily allowance, the amount that means the most healthy people's day-to-day needs of magnesium varies by age and gender. Birth to six months, 30 milligrams. Seven to 12 months, 75 milligrams. One to three years, 80 milligrams. Four to eight years old, 130 milligrams. Nine to 13 years old, 240 milligrams. 14 to 18 years old, 410 milligrams for boys, 360 milligrams for girls. 19 to 30 years old, 400 milligrams for men, 310 for women. 31 years and older, 420 milligrams for men and 320 milligrams for women. And I just, I just take it. And I doubled mine for just to see if it would help with the cramping and stuff. But Linda Carter's mom, she had Juanita Cordova Carter. Such an interesting name. But yeah check that out see if it helps you at all uh, if you want to guard guarding yourself against dementia which is also alzheimer's related and brain related treat your heart right the same habits that are good for your heart are also good for your brain 
That means exercising regularly and eating a balanced diet. Although exercise and a healthy diet won't prevent your brain from growing the neurofibrillity, brillery, plaques, and tangles characteristic of Alzheimer's disease. If you do get them, your brain will tolerate them better if you, and you'll develop symptoms later in life instead of earlier in life. Learn another language among people with dementia. Those who are bilingual develop symptoms four and a half years later than those who speak only one language. Engage your mind. Intellectual stimulation is another brain-healthy habit that is cumulative. Uh, stay socially active. And talking, speaking, being around people can help keep the brain uh, firing. Manage chronic health conditions. If you have diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, have them consistently checked by your doctors. Uh, talk to your doctor about whether you need to be tested for sleep apnea. Get yourself on a CPAP machine if you need to. That may help help some people out. <clears throat> uh, a couple other important resources you can always check out is Brain and Life. Brainandlife.org backslash multiple sclerosis. That's from Brain and Life magazine, which you can order and get your own free copies. I get a lot of my information from there uh, and websites and all that stuff. Uh, MyMSAA.org or 1-800-532-7667 is the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America, National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke, NINDS.NIH.gov.org or 1-800-352-9424. Got the National Multiple Sclerosis Society.org or 1-800-344-4867. Got Navigating Life and Multiple Sclerosis by Kathleen Costello. There's a book you can check out. You got Ben W. Thrower, MD, and Barbara S. Geyser, MD. Uh, they have stuff from the Oxford University Press. You can check that stuff out. And then since it is the new year and everybody's trying their diets and by now you're starting to get sick of your diets, probably you, most people make it about two, three weeks in before they give up on everything. But if you want to add a little recipe to your diet, here's a nice little weight loss soup recipe I, I've found. It's a half cup diced onions, half cup of diced celery, half cup of diced carrots. One clove of garlic chopped, one tablespoon of olive oil, two 28-ounce cans of plum tomatoes, one cup of quick-cooking brown rice, one cup of reduced-fat chicken broth, one teaspoon of dry, dried parsley, and one-half teaspoon of dried thyme. In a pot, you can combine the first five ingredients. Cover it and cook for 10 minutes over medium heat, stirring often. Put tomatoes, juice and all in a blender and blend until smooth. Add, add, <laughs> add to 
I don't know what. Uh, add top and bring to a boil. Or add to and bring to a boil. Okay. Reduce heat to medium and simmer for 20 minutes. Then add rice and broth. Cover and simmer another 20 minutes. Sprinkle dried herbs over the top before serving. And you're good to go. Uh, try that out. Want a little weight loss soup, which will probably give you the give you the quick shits or something. Uh, and a lot of good. I'm surprised they don't have cabbage in here. That's usually a good weight loss soup. A lot of people make cabbage style soups. Yeah, There's something you can try out if you want another recipe. And then a couple of quick other. Yeah, we'll save those for another day. But yeah, just take care of yourselves. And don't forget depression. Symptoms include feeling of sadness, tearfulness, hopelessness, short temper, irritation, loss of interest, lack of pleasure, memory loss, flat effect, sleep disorders, tiredness, reduced appetite and weight loss, feelings of worthlessness. If you have those issues. You can get a hold of the suicide hotline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 4357. Contact them if you're having a lot of issues. Talk to your doctor or anything like that. But other than that, put a smile on your face and have a great week. And we will talk to you again probably with Sunday Comics, if not before then.